episode 503 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are super excited about some of the special events coming to Arena or you're like, hey, heading over to my LGS to try and find some commander, we are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we are going to dive deep into the data. Ooh. Data on Dominar United Limited. That's right. If, like me, you've just been throwing gems into a <laughs> void, this is going to hopefully help you recoup some of those losses. Yeah, we find our data episodes for every set are really informative and help yes. us play better after we get into it because absolutely you know what don't lie the data nothing like some cold hard facts some about what you should science. and should not be playing in the format yeah and we're gonna help you too because if you want to check out the play in the qualifier we can play in this friday it's mm-hmm. gonna be best of three dominar united sealed so Ooh. uh you can go into that event having a lot more ammunition in your belt as far as fact bullets go yeah uh, and you'll be able to just destroy that format a weird and extended and kind of gruesome metaphor. <laughs> well, I've got Warhammer on the brain, you know. Oh, yeah, that's fair. They just announced a bunch of stuff with the Warhammer 40K Commander decks. Yeah, you can find out more about that over on our news podcast, yes. The Upkeep, which is only 10 minutes or less every Monday. All the magic news you need. Yeah, so we updated you there, and I'm still just feeling like I'm in an yeah. ongoing war in the uh, in the world of the of the dark, the grim dark. you know what I mean? Well, you know, you live in America, so in a way, you are <laughs> in the land of never-ending war. <laughs> so true. Woof. Anyways, <laughs> uh, before we get started, we have some people to thank. First and foremost amongst them are you, the listeners and patrons of this show. Thank you especially to Arno and to David for becoming Yay! patrons in this past thank week. Thank you, Arno and David. Thank you both so much for becoming part of the Good Luck High Five family. If you want a personalized shout out, all you got to do is become a patron or up your pledge. Yes, and when you become a patron, you get access to our super cool Discord server that has the best people in magic. I firmly believe that. Hanging out and you can talk anything you just want about true. magic. It's just yes. a great, great place with great people. Um, and you support creators that you use and that you love in your everyday life, which we think is really important too, to yes. keeping our little ecosystem growing. You know, you wouldn't not water your plant. That's right. Consider watering your plants. Become we're, a patron we're today. Your, we're your plants. We're plants. If you're a plant, what plant would you be, Megan? Ooh. Like a like a house plant situation. Yeah. So you can't pick tree. A I would tree. be a ZZ plant. What do those ones look like? They're like they kind of um they they kind of go like this. <laughs> Megan, for the listeners, just did a hand motion, which describes almost every plant. Basically everything that ever happened. Like multiple things can be described by that hand motion. Okay. It kind of has like um, these like, it's like long green, like, you know, it's it's got long green leaves and long green leaves that are shiny and pointy. (laughs) It's dark green, kind of pointy leaves. I don't know. It's a cool looking plant, man. I don't know what to tell you. Maria, what kind of plant are you? I would be a succulent of some variety. All right. Describe a succulent, Maria. It's small and fat and has lots of puff in it. All right. It's all puffed up. You're doing a much better job than I was. uh, it save itself for, you know, for the dry season. You, how am I supposed to describe this? Also, I never drink water. <laughs> uh, true. Um, Look, right? I don't know how else yeah, to describe it. Yeah, that just looks it. like it a does, classic plant. It's just a, it's just a real classic plant. So, you know, water us 
an Azizi plant and a succulent, if you would, please, yeah. patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Thank you as well to our sponsor, Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF, the best place to get all of the singles and all the booster boxes and all the accessories you need for your magical life. Dominar United is available now to buy from Card Kingdom if you want singles, if you want a box to play some seals with your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also pre-order those Warhammer decks that we talked about. Ooh, if you, like Maria, have Warhammer on the brain. I do. You can there you go. If you're feeling especially <laughs> aggro, <laughs> go on over there. Go on over there. They're previewing cards from those decks uh, all through this week. So if you're into Warhammer and that kind of stuff, you can check that out online. Daily MTG has a list of when cards are going to be previewed. Uh, Infinity, the unset, is also available Ooh, to pre-order over on so Card exciting. Kingdom. Finally going to be here after a lot of delays thanks to supply chain issues. So exciting. Yeah, Unfinity. We love unsets. If you love like playing silly stuff with your friends, it's it can't be topped. It is it truly the can't way be topped. to do it. We also have a preview card from Unfinity coming up on the twenty-fifth <gasps> of this month. So that's like so close. So close. So, I'm like so, you super know, excited. Go pre-order stuff. Go pre-order stuff. Cardkino.com slash GLHF. All right, Maria, it yes. is time for The Randomizer, Yay. where we show each other a little art crop from Scryfall's Randomizer uh, and try and guess the card. Okay. Okay, here you, Am here I first? you go, right. buddy. Tell us, Maria, <laughs> tell us what you see here. Okay, what is this? Um, This is a wave of hands. Do you know what? That is probably the best way to describe what's happening here. There is, yeah, it just looks like an ocean wave, but it's made of hands and arms and bodies, to be fair, yes. probably connected to those hands yeah, and it, arms. It's pretty spooky art. It is very dark, creepy art. It's got a it's got an ominous aura, yes. if you will. You this know spooky vibes. Wave of arms wave does of arms. have a, an ominous aura. Um, I'm gonna say this is a blue card. Or okay. I mean it could very well be black now that I say that. I'm gonna change my vote to black. Okay. This is a black card. All right. It is a wall because these oh. arms look like they're a wall. Yeah. Um. Maybe it's a, even a blue black card. Be- well, no, no. I'm just going to I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> I'm going to stick with black. It's a black okay. card. It's an 04 wall and it's called wall of arms. And uh, you can pay black mana to pump its front because that's like the arms reaching out and grabbing you. Wow. Maria, you're like very close. Wow. Holy cow. Um, the name of this car is wall of limbs. Holy cow. Wow, I'm so, I've never been so close on a card name. Um, it is two and a black and for an life. 03. Jeez, I was off by one. Yeah. Defender, whenever you gain life. Oh, I should have said it was a defender. I oh, knew it was a defender. I mean, I mean it's a that, wall. Yeah. Uh, whenever you gain life, put a plus one, plus one counter on wall of limbs. Okay. And five black, black, sacrifice wall of limbs. Target player loses X life where X is wall of limbs power. Wow. I feel like my answer makes more sense, Magic, but I accept this card that you've wall created. Wall of limbs. Wall of arms. Very close. Holy cow. You are very, very close. In the history close. of the randomizer, the name getting that close has only happened a couple of times. Mm. This is from Magic 2015. The one and only time it has ever been printed. Gosh, don't remember that card. Nope. You gotta say. Not even a little bit. All right. Here is a card for you, Megan. Eek! Look at this! Another creepy one. Okay, we are seeing... Um, for Halloween season, it's yes, happening! It's very Halloween. Um, we are seeing a man who is sitting at his desk, but he is, like, in enveloped yeah. in an enormous, puffy suit <laughs> that looks like it is kind of like a shell. It's yeah. like a shell. It's like a puffy shell Shell suit, coat. Um, with, like, a little matching hat. Cute. And, uh, there, but there's, like... There's like some kind of spooky, like 
twisted blue black like vapor or aura of some kind and i can't tell if it is coming from his eyes or if it is attacking his eyes i think it's going well no good question i would say it's going into his eyes it's it's either going in or it's coming out i think you're probably right it looks like it's kind of like reaching for him it's like reaching up and around him and then trying to attack his eyes yeah he's sitting at a desk with a very cool candle i want that candle it's like three stacked candles three stacked candles yep it is um i'm going to say that this is blue this is a blue creature uh-huh. um, that is like a blue one three uh, that says whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, um, target opponent loses one life. Okay. Well, to answer your question of what is this card, it is Paranoid Delusions. Oh, that's you might remember it. Familiar. It's from Gate Crash. Yes, it's so, blue black. It's blue a demir black. card. It is for a demir sure. card. Yes, sorcery. Uh, target player mills three cards. Wow. And then it has Cypher. I was exceptionally wrong. I mean. As close as you were, I was the other way. You got one of the colors right. <laughs> I mean, do you know what? Yeah, I did. I've got to say something. I didn't realize this. There's Oracle text for this already because it says mill in the oh, Oracle yeah. text. So the original card, which wasn't that long ago, says target player puts the top three cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. They just deleted that. Yeah. Target player meals three cards. cards. Beautiful. Great. That is so elegant. Just my favorite things they've done to update the game is just change. Just make just say mill. We all all understood what it meant eventually. And cipher. Do you remember what cipher does? Cipher is where you can attach this spell. (laughs) You like exile this spell attached to a creature, and whenever that creature deals combat damage to a player, you copy the spell. Very good. Which is was a seems cool in theory terrible you yeah it's Bad controller mechanic. may cast a copy of the encoded card without paying its mana costs yes. so for everybody who's never played with cypher when it was debuted nobody knew what it meant no one knew what it meant and also it just was not effective it's just, enough it was no, not it wasn't enough. it wasn't good you never really did it demir was not a good color combination in gate crash this is the oracle text for cypher then you may exile this spell card encoded on a creature you control whenever that creature deals combat damage to a player its controller may cast a copy of the encoded card without paying its mana cost Woof. encoded what the hell does that mean you know what i, I mean know. yeah that was like a problem with cypher cypher and you use the word encoded and like neither of those mean anything is a to word me. that has like me a lot Correct. of meaning yeah where mill does have a lot of meaning to magic players. And even if you're new, if you're like, what does that mean? You understand it within five seconds. It means yeah. put those cards into your graveyard. You're like, yeah. okay, mill. And it kind of makes sense. Cause it's like milling. I know it just, I know it's named after millstone, but it's just like, for some reason it, something about it, it makes matches sense. the action to the word for me. <laughs> kind of like a windmill rotates or a millstone grinds. Yeah. I don't know. It goes around. Anyway. That's some random spooky randomizer to kick off spooky season. Yeah. Randomizer was like, I'm ready for spooky season. Look, we're taking September and October and probably some of November. (laughs) Deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. I would prefer November be spookier if I'm being honest. I mean, do you want November to be Christmas month or holiday month? Do you want it to be spooky month? No, I want November to be more spooky. Thank you. I want the first 15 days of November to be firmly the end of spooky season. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah. So September, October, first 15 days of November. First 15 days of November. All Halloween season now. You're welcome. You know you want it. Good luck, high five. You know, don't say we never did anything for you. Decorate with a turkey? I already have Halloween decorations up in my house. Yeah. 
I do. There's a house in my neighborhood that I run by that is already great Halloween on the outside. Great. I like every time I run past, I'm like, good for you. To be fair, I do have a giant skeleton banner that is up year round in my house. Yeah. (laughs) Always spooky. Do you know what? Sometimes it gets to just always be spooky. Yeah. Yeah. That's really where I want to live. Everybody, it's time to put on our little speedos and dive into some data for Dominaria United. Yeah. Um, we want to help you get better at limited. Yes, sealed we do. Draft, quick draft. And more than I want to help you, I'll be honest, I need to help myself. Traditional draft. That's what I really it. need to help me. Help and also help, help us you. Help you. Help us help you <laughs> while we also help, help us. us. <laughs> Um, because do you know what? My success with this draft format, I will say we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Yeah. I have felt like I have done some solid drafting Yeah, because I have also played a, a substantial number of games where I'm still in it. Despite the fact that I have drawn, I kid you so not many lands. twice as many lands as my opponent. Yeah. My opponent will have yeah. six lands on the battlefield and I will have 12 and I'm like, oh, why me? Yeah. I mean, flooding in this format sucks. Yes. It sucks. Which brings us back to, it is in place of a core set and yep. it does have more complexity than a cl- classic core set. Yes. But it also has less complexity than some of the other sets that come out during 100%, the year. 100%. 100%. And that means that there is less to do with your mana. Yes. Which is why when flooding happens, it is worse. Yeah. And so I would say that that bumps for me personally, when I see that happening, card draw. Yes. Or card selection. Yep. Okay. Those two things. And also I've been running 16 lands and not 17. Hot. Hot. I love it. Well, because too, we're going to learn a couple of facts about the draft format yeah. and the speed of the format, but that will become more relevant once you know those. There are there are some cards that are up there in cost, but you can certainly end up with draft decks also where you cap at five and you only oh, yeah. have two five drops. Oh yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. And like if I'm capping at two five drops, that is the place where I want to be at 16 lands yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of the speed of the format, we'll just kick it off with that. Yeah. So that means, you know, how, how fast are the games? Or do you want to be tilted more towards aggressive decks or more towards controlling decks? What is doing well? Well, it turns out that Dominara United, um, is a faster format. Yeah. So there is an average of 9.6, a little bit more than that turns per game. All right. So that's slightly faster. Um, you get a 51% win chance on the play. So being on the play is better. Yeah. And that is faster than the overall field of recent sets available to play on arena. So seven sets are faster than Dominaria United and mm-hmm. 15 are slower. Wow. So it's on the faster end. Nice. Yeah. So aggressive decks are performing better in Dominaria yeah. United. And that is why 16 lands is going to be a little bit better and easier to play because you're just playing cheaper cards. Yeah. Speaking of, so getting into color pairs. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, when we're talking about aggro decks being better, Boros is the best two color card combination. Yeah. Have you been getting just slammed by people playing Boros into your face? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you have a plan for it, you can be okay. Yep. But if you don't have a stinking plan, you are dead. Uh, <laughs> you're dead you're before you can do anything about it. That is a doornail, you honestly. Are real real dead my friend i'm a bit surprised by this to be honest with you because when you get a set that's like oh i'm leaning towards 
playing domain, playing yes. five colors or whatever, multiple colors, you don't expect aggressive decks necessarily to be the ones that are really good. But they certainly are. <laughs> yeah. A card that is really championing that, f- that I've seen anyway, is I think the card, <laughs> I mean, it's not going to make our top five of yeah. cards, common cards in the color, but it's heroic charge. Yeah. Heroic I mean, charge, absolutely. You constantly have to be worried about it. Uh, yes, you do. Your opponent attacks with everything, and you're like, well, let me do the math of once all of these things have plus two, plus one. Yep, heroic charge. After that, now let me let me block as if these cards all already have plus two, yes, plus one. because you know they do. Because you know, yeah, they just do. Heroic charge, two white, white, uh, has kicker for one and a red. Creatures you control get plus two, plus one. Until end of turn, if it was kicked, they also get trample. So yes. that's the card in case you're not familiar with it. But like, I'm I'm just like always thinking about that card. And when I play aggressive decks, I'm always trying to draw to that card. Yes. So I'll block and I'll tack and I'll play, plan my game as if at some point during this game, I'm going to draw heroic charge and that will be how I win. Yes. So um, you can also like charismatic Vanguard has also been a very important card. Once again, not even in the top 10, I don't think in the color, um, but just a very good card you can pay five mana and give everything plus one plus one yeah and sometimes that's enough to spook yeah. your opponent it's another little heroic charge attached attached to a creature exactly heroic charge on a stick is sometimes how we refer to creatures with an ability like that yeah um so boros number one um it has 61.6 percent win rate by the yeah. way although we we should mention like as we were looking at this data we were also like hey the the spread between the worst and the best is also not nearly as big as some of the spreads that we've seen recently. Yes, especially between the top like four or five decks. Yes. Which in the past it's been like one and then it's been a it's huge like, drop yes, off like to two. It's like a full percentage point or more. Yeah. But here, Boros is at 61.6. Celestia right behind right it. Right behind at 61.4. it. 61.4. Nice. And after that, Orzov 59.3. What do those all have in common, Maria? White cards. The color white. Yeah. We've yeah. been, you know, white hasn't had its day in magic for a hot minute. Yes. <laughs> so here, Although here it comes. It has recently right with inspiring overseer yeah, and yeah. streets of new capanna they really cranked it hard they in the were other like, direction it's really bad we they better like, do something turn this ship around turn it up 180 to degrees yeah um of course i'm happy about that development <laughs> love white cards um orzov is my favorite deck to play in the format for sure i think um it's just a really fun color combo and you get access to the best removal spells yeah. Two. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun. I always try and play with Orzov. Not always possible because a lot of other people, a lot of other people are trying to play Orzov. Um, so number four. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Oh, I love seeing is it this high. It's Me kind too. of had a rough time recently. It has. But is it is a lot of fun to play in this set. Is um, it's always yes. fun. You get, as you were saying, that card draw. Yep. Which is so important. Um, there's a little red card that I, speaking of all the white that's doing really well. <laughs> There's a little red Tell card. Tell me about this little red card. One in a red. Don't even remember the name. Destroy an artifact or something dumb. <laughs> or it deals one damage to each creature your opponent's control. Oh, wow. I've never played that card. Get wrecked, everybody. <laughs> yeah, Maria, that's pretty good, though. In this as meta. Soon as, like, once you get run over a few times by tokens, <laughs> I like. I think I just, like, Nobody picked expects it, up. it. I was at the end of, like, right? It's like, 
the last it's like the last three cards in a pack and yeah. i was looking at it and then i read that card and i was like maybe this is good I think i'm gonna main deck this and just see what happens wow and what happened was i sure did kill a lot of tokens hey if you're playing best of three that sounds like a, an a plus sideboard card to me yes so this is, is very sm- good. smash to dust yes one in red sorcery choose one destroy target artifact to destroy target creature with defender interesting or yeah, one yeah, damage actually. to each creature your opponent's control, so it doesn't even hit your stuff. Yeah. No. Okay. You can just, you know, wrath some tokens. That's kind of cool. Have a good day. Um, after is it is Azorius at fifty eight point two percent. Ooh, very tempo-y in this yes, format. Huge tempo. They're just like play some little creatures and then essence scatter all your stuff. Good day. I, I think Azorius is really fun to play as well. Yes. Um it's just <laughs> You're playing like, I've played my creatures. Would you like to play creatures? Oh, sorry. They're going back to your hand. Yes. Sorry, I'm locking them down forever. Also, the number of times I've just gotten absolutely roasted by Raph and then slapped the new version of Curiosity on it. Gross. Yeah. (laughs) And then they're just like, okay, I'm going to do this. And now I'm just going to bounce your things and I'll keep drawing cards as I attack you with this 2-4 yeah. and all of a sudden you're dead. It just keeps the opponent on the Bad back foot time. for the whole game. Bad time for me. Nice time for them. And they're like, uh, I can't get out of this because I hear I am playing, you know, a domain five color deck and it's all super slow and whatever. Yeah. You just have no chance. Another super fast smashy deck is Gruel in this format. Yeah. Do you know what? I've I've enjoyed playing Gruel. Me too. This is I talked last week a little bit about if you're having a hard time, just draft permanence. And Gruel is the color of just draft permanence. Just drafting dudes. Just draft permanence because there's plenty of reach creatures. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about taking removal for their flyers. Just draft the 4-4 four, four reach for four. That shoots them in the face with domain. Oh, that's the other. So that I'm talking about the green one, Magna oh, Goth Sentry. Yeah. yeah. But but Maria Outrider yeah. is also an excellent permanent. Has reach. Same thing. 4-4 four, four for 5 mana and slaps them in Random the face reach. when you cast it. Gruel is a 57.8% win percentage. So still uh, really well. We're still doing really yeah. well in our two-color draft format. Um uh, rankings. Yeah. Same with Golgari. Golgari is permanence, but get them back from the graveyard. Yeah. And getting stuff back from the graveyard. Oof, is it annoying in this set? Yeah. More on it that happens. Later. <laughs> it happens. It happens. With alarming. Getting, getting stuff back from the graveyard. It regularity. happens. Regularity. <laughs> Rakdos is coming in at number eight at 57%. Yeah. Um, I haven't played against a ton of Rakdos. Um, we like, we talked a little bit higher? about the two uncommons that we that I really like. The one that makes two ones. Yes. And then the four, then Garna, the four, three. Garna. Yeah. Those are both really, really, really good. Yeah. But I think the problem with red is that those uncommons are really nice. Hand it, of hate. It, it lacks a little in the commons. Yeah. I think that's what the, the commons problem are just is. like a little weird. Yeah. Because you want to take, I feel like it has stuff with kicker and other colors that you kind of want, like Urborg reclamation. Yeah. You can't like you have to splash it in Rakdos. Yeah. Um, Rakdos, I'm looking at the commons are just like not quite as aggressive as white's commons. Yeah. So I think that's the problem, um, for black, uh, like they've got some good cards, obviously like Phyrexian Rager, but that's not super aggressive. Yeah. Um, if you get Night of Dusk Shadow, obviously that's where you want to be. But Phyrexian Vivisector is a 2-2 with a Scribe yeah. Death Trigger, which I like that card. But in white, you for for that same, like for one more mana, you get a 2-2 a with um, Enlist and a 1-1. One, one, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's just going to... Or you get the, yeah, you get the 2-2 two, two First Striker. First Striker. It's just going to attack a little bit better. Yeah. It's just, I feel like it's an awkward because it can't decide if it wants to be more value or more aggro Yeah, because it's... It's, it's also got the stuck a little between the two. The gibbering barricade wall situation mm-hmm. happening and the blight pile wall situation. That's what I'm saying. Like it, yeah, it doesn't quite know what it wants to do, yeah. it feels like. 
Uh, the two worst two-color pairs are Demir at 56.8%, and Simic is yeah. falling off quite far at 55.2%. And again, I feel like these are because blue in this format is a little bit more tempo-y. Yeah. It goes really nicely with white because you get those creatures, but once you try and put it in a shell that's slower... It just doesn't it, have... It's, it's not powerful in that way yeah. in this format. I agree. It doesn't do it doesn't do enough. Because you you are slow. Good job. Yeah. You put down those walls or whatever, but then like then what do you do? Exactly. People just have too much value. Like what you're gonna kill their stuff, they're just gonna get it back. Yeah. Or like if you're or if you're not careful, you're just actually already dead. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I I don't think I've even really drafted Demir because it just I, the card quality is not there. Like if you're taking Demir cards, I already enough. feel like I'm losing. I did. I drafted it once and I was like, what am I even doing? I just yeah. lit my gems on fire. Yes. I did have a sick one. Okay. I did have this incredible draft where I had two copies of Urborg Reclamation. Oh, all right. right. I'm well, sold. Already very good. Sold. Um, and this is like, this was like a, um, what's a green, blue, black, right? Sultai. It's like a Sultai deck. Sultai. So I had the blue, black, um, one two uncommon that you can pay two mana mm-hmm. to sacrifice it and cast um, an instant or sorcery from your graveyard that turn. Yeah, Maria, what? <laughs> what did you cast? So you you pay two and you sacrifice <laughs> it and you get back an Urborg Reclamation and then you Urborg Gross. Reclamation that card and another creature uh. out of your graveyard and then when you draw a second Urborg Reclamation uh. later you just do it again oh I love that it was disgusting I love that or you can sacrifice it and get like like my removal spell back and then later I draw yeah. the Urborg Reclamation get that creature back put it on to like play it and then get that Urborg Reclamation back and just do it again it's a vicious cycle it was that deck was disgusting Disgusting! It was so good. <laughs> I Urborg Reclamation, that card. Yes. BFF. It's just so good. Of course, this is a set where you can play more than two colors. So we wanted yeah. to give a nod to that. Um, for three colors is often where people are ending up. Yeah. Um, Esper is the top three color combo. Yeah, at 57%. So, so that's, that's at the bottom. That's at eight. Eighth yeah. place in with, our right two there color. With Rakdos. Yeah. So not super great. Yeah. Jeskai there with 56.1. Then Mardu, Mardu. 55.9. Naya, 55.4. I mean, interestingly, Naya, Sultai, and... Sultai is 55.5. 55.5, yeah. Those are all still better than Simic, though. Yes. <laughs> Poor Simic can't even be better at two colors and three colors. No. That's rough. Yeah. Don't draft Simic, everybody. This is a pretty bad time. You will probably not win. Um, and then five colors, the question I'm sure you have next. Oh, yeah. How is that doing? 55.8%. All right. So also... Also better than Simic. <laughs> better than Simic, but um, worse than Demir. Oh, yeah. So... That's probably because it is trickier to put to that together, everybody. Yes. So you're sitting, you might be sitting there thinking, oh, I drafted an awesome domain deck or whatever. Yeah, you can totally do that. But there's going to be a lot of people who try to do that and don't do it well. Yeah. And that's why that ends up with a low number. So it is, it is tricky. It is difficult. You've got to know what you're doing with your lands because yeah. you're going to lose games to mana if you're not careful. Absolutely. So there you go. All right, let's talk about how to put these winning decks together. Okay, let's do it. By touching on the top 10 commons. Yes, commons. Those are your meat and potatoes when you're drafting a deck, okay? Especially in this format. Maria, I ate at Manny's Steakhouse last night. God, I'm really sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so jealous. 
<laughs> Anyways, I just had to hit Maria with some God, with like some a hot <laughs> steak jealousy, with a like a like a cold steak to the face. Yep. First thing Monday morning. Oh, really sorry. I want a steak so bad. Um, Anyways, <laughs> mean the they're the mean the potatoes you draft for me. So like we could sit here and being like, oh man, did you have children? Well, yeah, you're gonna do well. Guess what? Okay, you're gonna great. do well. You're, you have the archangel of wrath. <laughs> You've I done mean, it. Nice for you, You've my, done my it. friend. But commons, that's what you're going to see the most. Yes. And they're the most important thing to know what's good. Because sometimes a mythic staring you in the face, you're like, duh, that's good. Yes. Um, and also, the other thing I wanted to point out is this format is, I would uh, say, is definitely a popper format. We ask, is a format prince or popper? Yeah. Do the rare super matter or do the common super matter? And in this format, the common super matter. Yeah. And on commons. Um, um, the there rares, are some very good rares yes, that can really are. just... There are, but Turn there's that like, thing around. I mean, when you're playing an aggressive format yeah. and stuff like r- rares matter way less. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the top 10 commons. All right. Top common. Maria, <laughs> are you ready for this? So ready. Shield wall sentinel. Oh, yes, buddy. This let's is go. four mana. Just four generic mana because it's an artifact creature golem for a, it's a one three. Four mana, one three. Beautiful. Top card. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a creature card with Defender, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle. That, of course, is because one of the best cards in the set uh, is an uncommon. Yeah. Uh, Ring mental champion. Chaplain. Chaplain. Our bird, bird. Our bird. Bird lord. Bird god. They man. make bird. Make bird. We talked about this card on the show last week. It was coming in third at overall cards, best cards in the format behind yeah. two mythic rares. <laughs> was this little O3 uh, oh, uncommon? <laughs> yeah. I think it's a little far. It's like fourth or fifth now, but it's still fourth or fifth. It's absurd. Absolutely absurd. Uh, next up, this one's a little surprising to me, yep. but it goes with that kind of tempo thing. Talarian Geyser. Yeah. This has a game in hand win rate of 60.7%. Two and a blue for a sorcery with kicker of white. Return target creature to its owner's hand. Draw a card. If this spell is kicked, you gain three life. I mean, what more do you want? I'm ab- absolutely nothing. You blow blow out their combat trick if they were doing something like that. Or or you're just playing the tempo game and sending yeah. something big back to their hand. You're drawing a card and you're gaining three life? Absolutely. Like, just absolutely absurd. Pack one, really pick good. one. Just putting it out there. I think it's worthy. Yeah. Pack one, pick one. Um, by the way, we're ranking these cards where they come from is the site 17lands.com. Yeah. So if you want to look into this yourself, you can. More like 16 lands this format, yeah. am I right? <laughs> we're looking specifically at game in hand win rate, which is the number one indicator on if you will win the game. If the card is in your hand, you will win the game. In this case, for Tolarian guys, are 60.7% of the time. Absurd. Which is huge, right? Huge. Um, <laughs> just bonkers and we're talking about premier draft so this is yeah. not best of three this premier draft um anyway this is data is based on so many games it will boggle your mind yes so this is very good data everybody okay that's the end of that spiel all right next up this one's surprising here we are though i mean it's it's surprising on its face if you yeah. played against it and you got understand absolutely why. wrecked <laughs> You get it. Take up the shield. Yeah. One in a white instant. Put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. I mean, please. Already. I'm so mad. It stays around forever. It's lifelink uh, too. It gains lifelink and indestructible <laughs> until end of turn. Gross. It's. Yeah. Well, again, what more do you want? It gets the counter forever. <laughs> forever. It's now plus one plus one in, into eternity. Your removal uh, spell that you spent four mana on is now useless. B- b- real bummer for you. 
your card life link wins so, in combat, probably. Yes. I mean, it definitely is going to survive the combat because oh, it gets indestructible. indestructible. And you're going to gain life. You're going to turn, like, you're going to swing that race in your favor because you just gained five life or whatever yeah. when you attacked or blocked with Card's this creature. Dumb. It was so dumb. A 60.1% chance you win the game if that's in your hand and you, in, in, in your hand, you yeah. know? <laughs> If it's in your hand, speaking of format uh, removal, uh, that's uh, coming in at number four is extinguish the light. Yes, sixty percent. Two black, black instant. You gotta love this card. Destroy target creature, planeswalker. If its mana value was three or less, you gain three life. Get it done. Surprising um, that the second line of text there, or whatever it is, comes in. Oh, more than you'd expect. It is very handy because there's a lot of really good two and three mana creatures. Yes, and do you know what? Getting rid of them. Nice. I wish this card exiled. Gaining some life? There, I, I mean, it. look, Maria, don't we all? Uh, coming in at number five, this one is probably the most shocking one on the list, I would say, which yeah. is destroy evil. Yeah. This, I'm I'm very surprised at this. That being said, I have found myself drafting it quite oh, a bit. Oh, yeah. Ever since I found out, I started drafting it, and I understand why now. Yes. It comes in at 59.9% games in hand win percentage. And the reason is, oh, sorry, read the card first. Sorry. Yeah, one in a white, instant, choose one, destroy target creature with toughness four or greater, or destroy target enchantment. Because the two best, like, enchantment-based removal spells are both white, right? Yeah. Blows those up. Absolutely. And Citizens arrest. Get, get out of here. If you're uh, playing an aggressive deck and your opponent's dirtling around with five colors or whatever, mm-hmm. or they're like, let me play this wall. You're like, okay, you spent all your mana to do like one thing. Yeah. I've already got four creatures. I just destroy your four, four with reach. And then I attack your face. Yep. And one, I win the game. Two mana and a two mana, two mana for their four that they spent yes. their four to five that they spent yeah. on their creature to yeah. try and stabilize. Yeah. They're like, oh, phew, finally I've stabilized. And you're like, lol. <laughs> have, or have you? <laughs> or have you? Speaking of the tempo game that we were talking about earlier, yeah. Essence, Essence Scatter, Scatter is next. Sixth uh, sixth top common, 59.6 game in hand win rate. That's I can't remember the last time Essence Scatter was this high in I, a draft I, yes, format. No idea. I mean, look, it is a two mana counter spell. Exceptionally powerful. Yeah. Um, it gets like... It again is about that permanence game. It's like getting those permanents. Same, I would away. say the same story too is destroy evil. Yes, you've got your four Two creatures down. You're like to their like five. Yeah, if you've like you've dropped like one, like you've dropped creatures on two and three, and then they try and stabilize by dropping something big on four or five, and you're like no, or you don't. No, now you're dead. Okay, you can't win. Whatever. Uh, number seven, Argivian Cavalier. You know, I want to be like, this is surprising because this creature is like, so whatever on its face. But if, again, once yeah. you've played against it, you're like, this is so annoying. This is 59.5%. Two and a white for a 2-2 two, two with enlist. And when it enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 one, one white soldier creature token. It's just doing everything you want to do in a white base deck. Yes. It's making you more creatures. Yep. For it, your yeah. pump spell that pumps your team. It can enlist. And do you know what? I was skeptical of enlist because a lot of times right like training i feel like there are a lot of um there are a lot of mechanics when we've talked about even just in mark rosewater's article a little bit ago yeah of like some of the most underwhelming mechanics of the last year a lot of them are about creatures buffing up other creatures in combat yeah it's like pretty whatever yeah but there's like enlist the fact that you can attack with your tutu 
tap your five, five serpent. Yeah. That's because true. you're like, do you know? And then you're, you have to look at it and be like, well, I need to not take seven right now. So I need to trade with a seven two. Exactly. But then they still have that serpent back. Yeah. Like they still have that creature to attack with later. It's the fact it feels like getting an attack in with your biggest creature twice for free kind of yeah because they you block it the first time and obviously you're gonna trade with this creature you otherwise wouldn't trade yeah, with yeah totally and then they still have the big thing that they use to enlist it's it's really it's really good and I've yeah. been way more impressed Agree. with it than I anticipated being going into this set that one three and white two that uh oh yes knowledge faith bonder faith bonder with vigilance that's um it has enlist that's kind of backbreaking because it yes. doesn't have to tap no. It just attack. Oh, so it attacks at, attack. you know, as a six, three vigilance with the serpent buff. <sighs> this one, I wasn't expecting coming in at eight for Rexy and Espionage. I, I do love this card. 59.3. Two in a blue for a sorcery kicker. One in a black draw two cards. If the spell was kicked, each opponent discards a card. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. That's Great. your card draw that we were talking about before mm -hmm. and card advantage um, to knock them uh, versus them knocking them down too. Yeah. Um, our favorite Urborg, Urborg repossession. I can't believe that espionage is higher than this. I'm very surprised. I'll tell you why though. It's because it's in a grindier deck. That's fair. Yeah. 59.1. Uh, um, Urborg repossession. Again, this is uh, yet another card. What more do you want? <laughs> like asking for anything more than what this card gives you uh, is, is absurd. Is bananas. You can't. Black sorcery. Kicker one in a green. Return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. You gain two life. Yeah. If this spell dumb. was kicked, return another target permanent. Permanent. From your graveyard to your hand. Permanent. There are sagas in this set. Very important. Get it back. You just get it back. Yeah, it's this card's dumb. Um, the only reason it's not higher on this list is because playing it doesn't go in an aggressive deck. That's why. Yes, exactly. That's, <laughs> That's very it. fair. That's it. Because this card is really, really, really good. Yes. You, Ask the two life Sandy that you gain, for this for Crimbus. You gain two life. You just gain two life. You gain two life. And finally, at number ten, it's a classic. <laughs> play, just play the hits. Lightning strike. Lightning strike. Do you know what? The only red card in this list, which is wild, Boros top color. And it's got one red card. One red card. It's because you get to play all these white it's cards. It's because you're leaning on white. Yes. White's the best color in this format. Yep. Pretty easy. Green has none. No green cards on our top 10 common list. Wow. Zero. Wild. I, I would, if you told me that the first week of this format, I would have been shocked. Yeah. Because here I was trying to draft five color domain and I need Floravian Vine Wall or whatever, yeah. right? Um, although green does appear a lot in the top uncommons. Okay. All right. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Just to go, we'll go very quickly through okay. the top uncommons. Um, first, of course, Wing Mantle Chaplain. Duh. It make bird. Uh, second, Neshoba Brawler. Yeah. That's the star. Gotta Three Trampler card. for two mana. Yeah. Love that guy. Weather Seed Treaty. This is a little surprising. This is the Tuna Green Saga. Saga, yeah. Um, the first chapter, you get to go get a land and put it tapped. Uh, second you know, is you one, make the one. seedling. And then the last one is a creature gets plus X plus X and trample. Yeah. Solid card. Yeah. Great card. Doing a lot. Uh, Tatiova Steward of Tides is fourth. <sighs> I've gotten to play this card once. <laughs> really and good. do you know what? What a party. I mean, she's a game winner. What a freaking Once you get party. your seventh land down, she starts turning your lands into three through flyers. She's just like, you know what? What if every turn I get to make a flyer? Yeah. Really good. Woof. Uh, Phyrexian Missionary. Oof, this is uh, really a little, good. yeah, this is just a little two, three for one in, is it one in a white? It's two yeah. in a white. 
One and a white. Wow. Because you can just play it on two. That's right. As a two, three right? life linker. And then you kick it for a single black. And, and like, then you get a card back? Yeah. Uh, you kick it for one and a black. One and a black. Okay. Which also is absurd that you're kicking this card for mana. You can get a two, three life linker yeah. and get something, a creature back into your hand. Yeah. It's really good. Really, really absurd. Um, Micromancer. Yeah, Micromancer. This is the three and a blue. A three, three, where you can go get a little spell that has uh, CMC one. One. So go get your shore up. Exactly. Which is. 100% of the time what, what you you're get. getting. That's what you're getting. And do you know what? It wrecks your life. <laughs> it wrecks your opponent's life. Knight of Dawn's Light is after Micromancer. This is the one in a white first striker. Ugh. And then one in a white gets plus one, plus one. Yeah. You can never attack into it ever. You can never attack into it. Good, Good. Goodbye attacking. Goodbye. You're done. Uh, Rona's Vortex, which is yeah, this interesting because it's Demir. Yeah, this is the one blue um, and it puts it back in their hand or you can kick it. And it goes on the bottom of their library. Fantastic removal nice. spell. Yes. That's just the problem is, you know, you're just not playing Demir. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, Prayer of Binding. Yeah. The first time someone cast this, I had not yet had the opportunity to draft it. And I was like, what? Flash? Flash. You're gaining life? This is busted. Get out of here. This is an O-ring. Flash. Gain oh, yes. life. Deal. Their creature go bye-bye. Their creature go goodbye. Go yep. Um, and Fires of Victory. I love this card. I like this card, This too. is the one that deals damage to um, a creature equal to the number of cards in your hand, and you can kick it to draw a card. Yeah, I like this card a lot. It's very nice. Solid is it card. So there you go. There's a look at your top commons and top 10 uncommons in yeah. Dominaria United. But guess what? We're not done because we're going to break it down further for you by color. Ooh. All right, let's start it off with white, which we've already talked about being like just one of the, the best, best colors. Obviously, take up the shield, number one, two, destroy evil, three, Argivian Cavalier. Those are already in the top 10. Top 10, yeah. Um, Incredible. Four is Clockwork Drawbridge. That little O3 this tapper. Is surprising <laughs> to me. But of course, like if you're aggro, yeah. it's just like, hey, let me clear something out of the way for you. Clockwork Drawbridge does the same job as Destroy Evil. Yeah, exactly. It's the same card. Tiny, tiny little buddy. Corporate and it's wants you to find the cute. differences between these two pictures. They're the same picture. Uh, and number five, Citizen's Arrest. Yeah, that's the removal spell. Just nice, clean, exiles it yeah, for one it's white, white. Really good. Very nice. Super cheap, gets the job done. Yes. Uh, top commons in blue, of course, essence scatter. We already talked about. Yep. Impulse is very surprising to me. Card selection. It's card selection. You see four cards yeah. for one in a blue and it's instant speed. So I really like that. This also, I think works nicely with essence scatter Agreed. because you can just leave up essence scatter. If they don't cast something, you're like, okay, I'll just impulse, impulse and find a nice card for myself. <laughs> Third is tallest lookout, which is the three, two flyer. Great. You're attacking in the air, and when it dies, you get a you card. You get a card. <laughs> and you don't just draw a card. You get to look at two and pick one, yeah. which is so good. So much better. You I, you hate trading with the tallest lookout. No, it just sucks. Because do you know what? It, it doesn't feels, feel like a trade. Like, you oh, lost. I lost on you that lost trade. Something. I mean, you literally did. Yes. <laughs> Talarian Terror is fourth. That's a 5-5. Five, five. Ward 2. Snake yeah. serpent that costs less based on instant sorcery and engraving. I've seen someone cast this for single blue. <laughs> What a life. Backbreaking. Absolutely. Uh, and of course, Shore Up. Shore Up. This is single blue. It gives the creature plus one, plus one, untaps it, and it has hexproof until end of turn. Yeah, it's great. It's so flexible. Woof. It can be a combat trick if you want to untap and block. Mm -hmm. I mean, although who's blocking in this format? Nobody. Uh, anyway. Um, or, yeah, or it's mostly just really nice. Again, 
temple like if they're yeah they're killing your creature and you're like nope you spent three mana on a citizen's arrest but guess what one mana can't do anything did you know that jordan peele's new movie nope is about (laughs) shore oh yeah yeah Yeah. uh in black uh extinguish the light number one we already mentioned it number two phyrexian rager of course this is the two in a black for a two two when it enters the battlefield you lose a life and you draw a card love it so nice two twos trade with a heck of a lot in this format they sure do they trade they that argivian cavalier gets real big when it enlists but do you know what Still only got two toughness. Shadow Prophecies number three. That's the card we love in Domain that I called Dig Through Time on our last episode. Oh, yeah. Really nice. Instant (laughs) speed. Really, really good. Yeah. But the problem is Domain's just not as good in this format. So That's true. That's why it's third on this list. Eerie Soul Tender um, is for, uh, let's see, it's two and a black for a three one. Yep. And you can pay five to exile it from your graveyard and get another creature back into your hand. Yeah. You don't want to, again, like the tallest lookout, you don't want to trade with this card. No. You don't even want to kill it. You're like, oh, they're just going to go get the thing that I killed. I did all that work killing a good creature. And if I trade with the soul tender, they're just going to get it back. Rip. Um, and Gibbering Barricade. I love this card. I love this card. This is the two four. Yeah. Um, you can pay two and a black and sacrifice a creature to draw a card and gain a life. Fabulous. Do you know what? Does a lot of work. I mean, if you're blocking, blocks this is a heck what, of a what lot. You want, what you want. Yes. Or if they like are using removal on a creature, you can just be like sacrifice. Sacrifice. Oh, let's get a card. Draw a card. Real nice. In red, lightning strike number yeah. one. Um, again, solid removal. Solid. Play the hits. Mara's Outrider is number two, and we mentioned this card before. Yes, four and a red for a four-four with reach. Great reach, reach. This is the most random reach application on a card that I can think of. Yeah, uh, and it also, of course, has that sweet domain text. When yeah. it enters the battlefield, it deals damage to your opponent <laughs> equal to the number of basic land types among lands that you control. So it's fine if you're if you're only a two-color deck or whatever. You still you, you still, still hit, hit them for, for two. two. And then there have been times when it's like, okay, you've stabilized. You've like blocked a bunch of stuff. You're like, next turn, I'm going to be okay. They play this. They put you to two and you're like, I can't. You have a four, four now to attack with and you dealt me four damage or something. Really, really impressive. Flowstone infusion. Oh yeah. Single red for an instant. A creature gets plus two minus two. This seemed, I was shocked when I found out this was an instant. I thought it was an aura. No. It real it fast. It's fast, and it again two toughness or minus two on the toughness kills, kills a, a lot heck of stuff. Of a lot of stuff. Goblin picker it comes in at fourth, which we mentioned card oh. uh, selection, and it does it does that job just so good. It's one in a red for a two two. You can pay red, tap it, discard a card, draw a card. Little goblin rubbinger. Guess what? Get rid of those lands. Chuck those lands in the bin. Yeah. Draw cards. Speaking of card card selection, number five is Thrill of Possibility. Oh, yeah. So you can discard to draw two uh, for one and red at instant speed. Great. Man, love me a format where Thrill of Possibility is good. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of green, a, a color that hasn't gotten a lot of love on many of no. our lists. <laughs> and do you know what? These these top ones are surprising to me. Gaia's Might That's is the top one. green common. Single green uh, instant Weird. a creature gets plus x plus x where x is your domain okay i mean Not i've seen creatures trample. get plus five plus five with this well, which for is sure busted. for a single mana for one green even like plus three plus three you get a classic giant growth which is just a nice ability uh but still just like what 
I don't know if it's doing enough. No. Bite down is two. This is a solid removal spell. It's a bite, not a fight. It's a bite, not a fight. So it just deals damage to another creature based on its power. Boink. Yeah. Uh, Magnagoth Sentry. We talked about. Four, four. Yeah. Just a four, 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 four with reach. That's a heck of a wall. Yeah, and like if they if they a heck of a thing to don't just like slap deal with it. We've been talking about dealing with it with like you know the white removal Tolarian or whatever geyser, geyser or yeah destroy evil. destroy evil. But if you don't have it, it's it's one it's a great rate card. Yes, four four absolutely. four four. Uh, sunbathing root walla is number four. <sighs> what a thing! I love sunbathing. When root you're walla. the one who gets to attack with it and just be like, you what are you gonna block? do? You gonna block? If you have full domain, it's a seven seven. Seven seven. Even yeah. if like you're only close a six six. It's fine. And do you know what? They they block and you're pumping, and you're like, okay, eat your thing. Yeah. Or they don't block and you're like, okay, you just took you just took a nice casual two and now I get to also play something else. Yeah, it's super hard to deal with that card if it's so good. If it's left unchecked. Really a strong, really a strong ability. And finally, Floriferous Vine Wall. The O2. This is the O2 that goes finds you looks at the top find seven, land. finds you land. Great card. Thumbs up. Great card. Uh, If that's what you're doing, thumbs up. Yeah. Um, Finally, we have the top commons multicolor, which just explains why we didn't see some of those other ones. Sure. Uh, Tolarian Geyser, of course. This is counting as a white blue card, even though it's blue. For the like, you can just cast it in blue. Phyrexian Espionage, Urborg Repossession. Yeah. Then I wanted to the fourth one. I think is where it gets interesting. Keldon Strike Team. Yeah, this card is a backbreaker. Woof. This is the three one. Um, when it enters the battlefield, you can either you can kick it yep. and get one ones for five mana for five mana, and everything gets haste. Yeah, it's really 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 good. Everything you want to kick this card, obviously. Yes, but do you know what? I've also had opponents play it on three, and it still was just real stinking. Well, good on it'll three. trade with literal almost anything. Exactly, and like just taking a sudden three, that swings. That yeah. swings the races. Um, and, and then tribute, tribute to, to Urborg. That's the uh, minus two, Ooh. minus two. But if you kick it, it's minus whatever, you know, based on instant sorcery in the graveyard. So I mean, yes, it is a nice removal spell. Very, very good. It gets around the um, white trick that gives indestructible. Yeah. Which is really nice. Yeah. Um, but again, I think it's not higher only because uh, it's best if you're Demir. Yes, exactly. So these cards, while they might be technically single color, the kicker cost is really what puts them over the top. And that's why they're considered multicolor yeah. in our list. Just in case you're wondering, you're like, where was Urborg rep- reposition in your blacklist? That will, here it is. Um, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on this format a couple weeks in? Oh man, I've been having a very good time. Um, I have, there have been times when I've felt that frustration, like I said, of it being a core set and yeah. it's just like, not like to the, do. the flooding hurts worse. Yeah, it does. Um, and that, that sometimes dampens it. That being said, I've had a really fun time. I love the flexibility of drafting in this set. Me too. It, it makes it a lot of fun to draft. Yeah. Because the colors have overlap and share a lot of abilities about what they want to do. Mm-hmm. It means that you don't feel trapped in your draft. Yes. Um, and there's just a lot of really interesting things. Things like there's domain you can mess around with. You can mess around yes. with the defender wall deck with wing mantle chaplain. Yeah. I love how easy it is to splash, especially for kickers. Like yeah. I feel like there's so much fun flexibility in a, a format where you're like, okay, I can draft this red white card for it. Like this red card with a white kicker into my blue red deck. Right. And easily have access to that white splash without going out of my way. Yeah. Really? 
um, to have like the kick accessibility on that card. Kick accessibility. I love that. There you go. I also I really think that that's made it fun. Yeah. Like that the signposts on commons are legendary creatures. Yes. And that there's two. Yeah. Because I was I was draft I drafted a white black deck the other day and I had both signposts on commons in mm-hmm. black white. And I just was like, this is the greatest draft of my life because I just really for some reason love having multicolored cards in my deck that yeah. are doing what my deck wants to do. It's it's a great time. So huge thumbs up to that idea Absolutely. Uh, from Wizards. I would love to see that in more sets. Yeah. Um, love multicolor uncommons. Highly, highly raise my thumbs into the air as high as they can go. <laughs> um, and also the rares aren't as backbreaking as some yeah. sets were in the past. If you're a newer player, there have been sets where it's like, if you didn't open a good rare card, you will just lose. You're, you're in trouble. And Although I don't feel I like that way. When people play a Kyrian ble- Beast Caller, I abs- <laughs> I just want to leap off a cliff. You just got to keep your I lightning wanna, strike ready. I want to you know? throw myself off a cliff. <laughs> I feel that way about Shieldred, but you know. Yeah. That's a mythic. Exactly. You just don't see it as often. Yeah. Boy, I've seen a lot of Beast Callers, and every time it's a bad experience. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. But like I give this draft yeah. format a pretty darn good grade. I agree. I think it's, it's a, great. It's a lot of fun. I've been having fun. I'm not tired of it yet. I'm no. super excited to continue playing in these sealed events, which, by the way, do go into October. Yeah. Uh, there'll be another one. Um, so really excited for that. Yeah. I love continuing to play sealed like after pre-release weekend, keeping it relevant. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge sealed fan. Sometimes I feel like I like it better than draft. Yeah. Um. So I'm just like, you know, a pig playing in the mud with this set. Um, oink, oink. Let's go. <laughs> Maria, we need to talk about how you talk about yourself. <laughs> Call me a pig in the city because I'm a babe. <laughs> that was positive talk, self-talk right there. I guess. <laughs> I guess. It's time to say thank you to Ultra Pro for being our awesome friend and giving us some sweet, sweet swag. Uh, Right here we have just a couple. We have four of a a literal dozen. Yes. One full dozen colors of their Eclipse two-piece deck box. These are so Um, cool. I've got Pumpkin Orange, which is their color of the month. Ooh. Um, And these are just so, like, they're something, they're they're simple. But they're like beautifully Put them together. like, like look at this. it's just like a lovely rainbow. Look at this gorgeous rainbow look at we've created. It's in their Eclipse like color line. It's this little two piece deck box. They pull apart great. They store your deck um, up to a hundred double sleeve cards. Yeah, we just they're they're real nice. They come in every color under the sun. Every and stinking. Color. Imagine if you had your commander decks in here, by the way, and you just line them up by color to create a beautiful <gasps> commander rainbow. What about it? You I can just, get matching sleeves in the same Eclipse color right now. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Ultra Pro, if you want 5% off on your order, use the code GLHF at checkout. 5% off. 5% off. You can get your butt a bunch of these and the matching sleeves and make your deck beautiful. Yeah, we highly recommend them. This is just gorge. Why not? Why store your magic in something that's not gorge when it could be gorge? Exactly. (laughs) Ultra Pro. Well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Give yourself a high five for hanging out with us this week. How about it? Because you took some time to have a good time in your life. Hashtag self-care. Yeah. Can be listening to podcasts. Do you know what? I believe Or maybe you're driving somewhere. Maybe you're like me. You're stuck on the side (laughs) of a Missouri cornfield for four hours while you wait for a tow truck. That's a real thing that happened in my life recently. And wow, was it bad. At least you had access to a lot of food. It's true. Raw corn. (laughs) Raw uncooked corn. (laughs) 
everyone's favorite. Do you know what was really spooky? <laughs> Traveling with my family's dog. The dog would not go near the corn really? as if he knew something. Oh, Maria. The children are in there. It was as if he knew something. <laughs> dog looked at that cornfield and was creepy. like, absolutely not. Not even close. Would not get within 10 feet of the thing. <laughs> So I'm just going to leave you with that fact about cornfields. Watch out for the children. Enjoy the raw corn. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you so much to our sponsors, Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro. Thank you as well so much to everyone who is a patron. Yeah. Um, Consider becoming one, getting a shout out on our next show, and just becoming a part of a really wonderful patron community. You can do that over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Only takes a couple of minutes. And you'll just feel great about yourself for the rest of the day. Maybe even the week. Maybe even the week. Consider that. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't gotten that boost in your life from a diet of pure raw corn, consider becoming a patron. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) 